Today's daf is daf ayin. We are holding at the top of ayin amid aleph. We are discussing different sicknesses of the skin. Lechazazisa. That is a skin eruption that's, that oozes. It's a moist, a moist skin eruption. So laisi shev chiti arzanaisa. Bring seven plump wheat kernels. Veneklinu amoro echadito. And roast them on a new metal shovel. Take a shovel, a metal shovel that's new, and you roast it. Venafik mishchaminayhu and oil. Either when you roast it, oil will exude, will will come out of these kernels, and take that oil, veneshuf, and smear the skin with that oil that comes up. Rabshini bar Ashi avid leilahu avid kechavim v'davar acher. There was a certain avid kechavim. That had Davar Acher, Saras, had this Saras uh, on him, and he used this remedy to cure the Saras. For Itzi, and the Ivan Kachavim was healed. Amar Shmuel, Haiman de Machulei Ba'alunchi de Parsoi, somebody that was pierced with a Persian spear. Rashi explains that the Persians, what they would do is they would forge their spears. With, 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 with poisoned water, so that if you get stabbed anywhere on the body with it, it was fatal, because there was, there was poison in, in forged into the metal from the water. So it says, Someone who, who was uh, speared with a Persian spear, he's certainly not going to live. Person is not going to be able to survive, but but at least in the meantime, if you can delay a short while his death, so then with uh, if you feed him uh, uh, fatty meat, gumri that's roasted on coals, with undiluted wine, perhaps. He will have a short delay, a short respite. He'll be able to give his last will and testament. He'll be able to instruct his household before he dies. So there is a benefit that he'll be able to at least accomplish certain things. He won't die immediately, but to save him, you will not be able to. Somebody swallowed a wasp. So Michael Echoye. He certainly will not live. In those days, the wasps, the hornets were poisonous. So in the meantime, if you give him to drink a revias of very strong, potent vinegar, perhaps he will live a little bit, and he will be able to give last instruction to his household. If somebody ate... Basar Shor is, uh, is beef. I ate it with lefes, with turnips, Velan Velavono, and he goes and sleeps under the moon on the Udala when the moon is most prominent on the 14th and 15th of the month. Petkuvastamos, and he does it in the summer months, in the summer season. Achaztoi Achilu, he will be affected, he will be seized by a certain sickness that is known as Achilu. We'll talk about it in a moment what exactly is this Achilu. Somebody who fills himself, overindulges, overeats of any type of food, he also will be seized by Achilu. So Rav Papa said, even if you overeat dates, 
Even if you eat too many dates, you can get this achilu. Pshita, when it says, it's at all foods. Why would you think dates are any different in terms of being susceptible to this achilu? So when it says like this, I would have thought to say that we know Rav Papa said, Rav Papa once said that tamri, tam, that uh, dates have tremendous medicinal uh, benefits to the body. One is mezba'an, Masban is they satiate and make you full. Mashkanon, they warm your body. Mishal Shalon, they, they, they loosen your bowels. Umeashron, they invigorate, they give energy. Velomefankon, and also they don't cause a person to become addicted. They don't spoil you. You don't get like addicted or get spoiled to it. So therefore, you, since it has all of these benefits, say, so maybe they don't give you achilu. If you eat too many of them, Kamash Malan, Rabbi saying is no. If you eat too many of them, you can get achilu. So Frank, they more my achilu. So Rabbi achilu is a sickness that they knew at the time, known as Eish Shalat Samos. Eish Shalat Samos literally translates as fire of the bones. My Eish Shalat Samos. What exactly is this fire of the bones? So Rabbi that in Aramaic they used to refer to it as Eish Garme. Eish Garme again, it's some type of fever that seizes the bones, eishalat samos, okay, it's not clear exactly what, something maybe affects the marrow, but uh, it's some kind of sickness, okay. Maya Suse, so how do you heal it? So my mother told me, it's really his, his nursemaid, her nursemaid, his mother died childbirth. Kula shakyane All liquid medicines should either be taken either in intervals of either three days at a shot, or seven days at a shot, or 12 days at a shot. Meaning, that's how you take all liquid med- med- high, but the remedy that we're, I'm about to tell you right now, you don't stop. Ad demit say, you continue taking until you get cured from the ailment. All right, secondly, kulahu shekaino alibere kono. All other liquid medicines should be taken on an empty stomach. But however, the following remedy only works if it's bozer de'achel shosi, only if you've already eaten and drunk, and gone to the bathroom, and you've come out and washed your hands. And they should give him a fistful of lentil porridge, and a fistful of aged wine, and you should mix together this porridge with the wine. And then he should wrap himself up in blankets to, to cause himself to sweat. And go to sleep. And no one should wake him until he wakes up on his own. And when he gets up, you should remove the blankets from him immediately because because if you don't remove it, the sickness will come back to him. said to Rav Nosen, right, giving him some nutritional benefits, uh, uh, tips. One third of your stomach's capacity should be with solid food. Shlish, one third should be with liquids. Shlish, and you should always leave a third of your stomach empty. So only fill two thirds of your stomach. Why? 
because when you get angry, so tamad al it causes the food to fill to capacity. I'm not sure if the stomach shrinks, but somehow when you get angry, so then it'll, there'll be space for the food to fill the cavity. But if you eat too much and you get angry, that'll cause you to get sick. All right. Tani Rab. I understand like the stomach constricts. I'm not sure or exactly. maybe emotional eating that you want to eat more, no? I, I don't know. I don't know. And anyway, but the point is, so leave it, leave space. Tani Somebody does not want to get intestinal disease. He should accustom himself that his bread, he should always dip, either in wine or in vinegar, both in the summer and in the winter. Also, the, when you're eating a meal, especially one that you're really enjoying, you should always leave over. Don't finish. Leave over, don't overindulge. Teach yourself, train yourself to do that. The Mesilda Sharon talks about it. It's called the Tainus Arrived. It's like the Tainus Arrived, you leave over on your plate. You're always supposed to leave something. And don't delay whenever you need to relieve yourself. Never hold back. Go right away to the bathroom. Then you will be, live a healthier life. Someone who drinks white tilia. White tilia, we're going to see, is like weak white wine. An inferior type of wine. You're going to be seized with vitek. Vitek is some type of sickness that causes weakness or feebleness. You'll become feeble. There are 60 types of wine. The most superior is something known as uh, aromatic red. Right? The uh, most inferior of all of them is known as tilia chivra. It's known as the white tilia. And that's the one that gives you feebleness. I'm Rabbi Yehuda. Someone who sits near a fire during the morning of the, of the Nisan month. Shayev Meshcha. And oils, puts oil on himself. And then goes in the sun. Also will be seized with this feebleness. So therefore don't go from the fire straight into the sun Right with oil on you. Tan Rabbon and Hikizdam, person who let blood let, the Shemesh Mitoso and had marital relations. Having Lebonin Vitkim, he will have feeble children. So do not have relations immediately after bloodletting. Hikizushneyamashimshu, if both the man and the woman had blood let before they had relations, having Lebene Bale Raasan, they have children that are affected with Raasan. We had in Suvis, if you remember, they did brain surgery. There was this thing that removed the, 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 this type of worm from the brain. That's his Bali Ra'asan, right? It's some type of a serious uh, condition. So what's Lucky's Dam to do surgery? What's that? What's Lucky's Dam? Lucky's Dam is they used to, let, it used to be a, a bloodlet. It's just cut, cut open certain veins and they have the blood come out. They believe that, was, that, would help, that would help the person physically, right? Used to some, some animal that sucks. Leeches, they used to be leeches, leeches sometimes. Okay. Amra Papa. Now that's only if you haven't eaten anything, right? Even when you go give dam, when you go give blood, right? The first thing they make you do is sit down 
and eat something, right? So if you, if you ate between the bloodletting and having relations, then it's okay. There's no problem. Traveling on the road. Traveling. So if you traveled, travel weakens a person. And then you come back right away and have relations. You'll have feeble children. Someone who just came out of the bathroom. Al Yishamash Mitoso should not have marital relations right away. You should wait at least a Chatzimil. A meal takes about 18 to 20 minutes. A Chatzimil, just wait 10 minutes. Wait 10 minutes. There's a special demon that is in the bathroom and it sticks with you for a certain amount of time, so therefore you wait for him to leave. And if you did right away, the children will be epileptic. Someone who engages in marital relations while standing, achasto avis, he will uh, he will get get avis avis is certain type of cramps, right? Cramps, right? The if he does it while sitting, achasto delario, right? Interesting. Sounds like. Delirious, right? But anyway, they get you'll get some kind of sickness called delario, tashmish sitting. If she is on top and he is below, achasta delario also will be seized by delario. My delario, what exactly is delario? Some of Yeshua ben Levi, some delario deradaya. So it's interesting. He doesn't identify what delario is exactly, but he says that the cure, the antidote for delaria is what is known as dardero. Says the Gemara, well, what exactly is dardero? By the way, the, the, the Aruch says that delaria is, you, you yawn, it causes, it's un, uncontrolled yawning. But anyway, what's the cure for it is dardero? My dardero, amrabaya murikai de It's saffron that grows among the wild thorns, saffron's a type of herb. So it's a saffron, a plant that grows amongst the wild. Rapapa alis uvalale. Rapapa would chew on saffron and then swallow it. Rapapi alis the but he would then spit it out. Amarabaya, Misha eina boki eretz. Someone is, it's euphemistic, he's not proficient in the way of the world, meaning he is suffering from impotence. So this is the Talmudic Viagra. So somebody that is suffering from impotence, what should he do? Lacey gimel kapizi kurtami dechayichi. He should be thinking kapizi is a certain amount of measure. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a vessel that holds three revios. Okay? So he should bring three karpios, which is 12 revios. All right? So he should bring three karpizi of saffron. Right? Kurtami dechayichi. That was uh, that that grew in a field that was fertilized by with sheep manure. Okay, all right. Now and then you should grind it up. and mix it with wine and then drink the mixture. Amrav this mixture, this potion, brought me back my youth. I uh, was reinvigorated after I tried 
this potion. There are three things that drain a person's strength. Pachat, fear. Derech, travel. Ve'avon, and sin. So stress, travel, and sin causes a person to lose his, uh, his, 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 lose his strength. So Shaili and the Rishonah, what does the sin mean? Some say it means fear of punishment of the sin, and some say fear of the regret for having done the sin. Okay. Pachad, how do we know that stress or fear, anxiety causes one to lose his, his, his energy? It says, Libi, when my heart was anxious, when my heart was afraid, my strength forsake me, forsook me. That's in Tehillim. He was afflicted. He afflicted my strength because of the derech, because of the travel on the way. And Avon because of my sin, my strength has failed. There are three things that tear down. Some have metiash and weaken. Some have metizin. They tear down the bo- person's body. What three things tear down a person's body? Eating standing. Drinking standing. Or having relations while standing. There are five things that cause a person to feel closer to death than to life. If you eat and then right away stand up, you have to let the, the food settle. If you, you get up right away, you'll feel closer to death than life. If you drank and you stood up right away, if you bloodlet and you stood up right away, if you after sleeping jump right away, out of bed. Actually, there's a condition where the blood drops, your, your blood pressure drops, and you, 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 you become faint. And Shemesh Mitasav Ahmad, also, if you engaged in marital relations right away and stood up. But she's she's drinking the alcohol? Or drink, I guess. Drinking, right? I, I, I guess. I guess. Okay. Hold on, I don't say. doesn't say. Right. But uh, don't go right away. Shisha Aisa Aisan Miyad Mace. Six activities that are so ne- detrimental to a person, you engage in them, then a person will, could die right away. A person who came from a travel that he become completely exhausted, and hik is dumb, and then right away he let blood. Then he, uh, or he enters into a, we'll see and or or, we'll see, uh, enters into a bathhouse to schwitz, all right, Shosav and Ishtakar, he drinks, this is alcohol, and he becomes intoxicated. V'yoshein al-gabe karka, and sleeps on the ground. V'shimesh mitoso, and engages in conjugal relations and marital relations, right? So we're going to see, Rabbi Yochanan explains that if you do all six of these in the order that is written, then the result will be the person will die, okay? I'm Rabbi Yechon, but who should also in specifically in that particular order? I'm Rabbiya, Kasidran, if you do it in that order, then mace, yes, the person will die right away. Shalom Kasidran, but even if you do it out of order, at Chalish, it will 
debilitate the person, it will make the person weak. Bottom of Ayin Amidalaf. Aini, Frek the Gemara, Vaha Meuras. There was a lady named Meuras. Avda Leila, Avda Tlos Minayu, that she did three of these things to her, uh, to her slave and missed, and he ended up dying. So you see, first of all, you don't have to do all six. Clearly, you don't have to do them in the order that's given. And the person died right away. So that slave was a weak slave to begin with. If the person's weak to begin with, then not all six will be required to kill the person. The person can die even if he does only three of them. Shmona, Ruban, Kasha, Umiyot, Yafa. There are eight things that in abundance, they are harmful, but in moderation, they are beneficial. Ve'elohein, what are they? Derech, uh, travel. Travel in moderation is good for you. Derech Eretz, marital relations in, in, in moderation. Osher, wealth. Being moderately wealthy is better than being super wealthy. Now it's very interesting. The Divim Shatim over here, Rashi says, because if you have too much wealth, it's mevatal you from Talmud Torah. Can't, can't handle, right? Or Rashi says, because it makes you arrogant. So being moderately wealthy allows you to learn and you won't become arrogant. Others say, because it just says in Pirkei Avos, Mar Benachosim, the more you have, all right, now, let's keep going. Melacha, uh, work. Moderate amount of labor is good. Too much labor is not good. Yayin, wine. Veshina, and sleep. Chamin, warm water. Raj is both drinking in and bathing in. All right? Drinking and bathing. Hakaz is dam and bloodletting. So these eight things, moderation, that's the key. Shmoina, bematin, esazera. There are eight things that diminish a person's shechvazera. Right, so I guess it means that it affects a person's ability to be of fertility. For Elohim, melach, salt, ra'av, hunger, nesek. Nesek is a type of uh, saras, either in the head of the beard, Rosh says. Bechia, too much crying. Shino, al gabekarka, sleeping on the ground. Good gedonios, good gedonios is coriander seeds. Bukushus, Eating hops, shalobizmana, out of season. Hakazas dam, lemata, kiflaim. And bloodletting blood on the lower part of the body, that is doubly uh, damaging to one's production of shikhwazera. Tana, we learned in a brysa. Kashem shikosha lemata, kiflaim, kach yofa lemala kiflaim. That actually bloodletting below, below in the bottom part of the body, is doubly as damaging, but in the top part of the body, it's actually twice as beneficial for the body, uh, it, it, the bloodletting. So Amar HaPapas, HaPapas said that Lechorah, what do you mean below and above? Where's the cutoff line? What's below the body, what's above? There's a Lamata, is Lamata Min Abeim. Below is below the testicles. Lamala means, above means the Mala Min Abeim is above the testicles. Okay, let's go back to it. We said that, well, we mentioned before, eating hops. Hops is what they make beer out of. So you eat it, that's not seasonal, it's out of season. 
Just as the hops are detrimental when it's out of season, so too are they beneficial when it is in season. Amar of Papa, Zmano Tamuz. The season for hops is the month of Tamuz. Papa was a big beer maker. And what's considered to be out of season? That's Tavis. So uh, Tamas is the summer season in Israel, and Tavis is the winter season. So winter hops are out of season. Yomei Nisan v'mei Tishrei, but if these hops are from Nisan and Tishrei, which is spring and fall, lo malu v'lo makashu, they don't have benefit, but they also are not detrimental. One, not one way or the other. Okay, let's go back to Gittin. Oh, now, Amar Kisvu Get Ishti. We learned in our Mishnah, the beginning of the Perak. It says, a person says, write a get for my wife. And then he got seized by this demon, Kuriakos, for drinking freshly pressed wine. So it makes him, he loses his mind. He's now, he's not, uh, he's not, not of full mind. And under the condition of Kuriakos, he went and said, I changed my mind. He retracted, don't write the get. The Mishnah says, which means what? That you don't have to listen to the retraction. Right. Now, there's a fundamental machlokus here between Rosh Lokish and uh, Rabbi Yochanan and some tie to a machlokus between the Tur and the Rambam in terms of how do we understand the notion of shlichus. I'll speak it out in a moment, but let's see, they have a, a very interesting machlokus over here. Now, what's, let, me, let me speak it out first. What's gonna be like this? So the guy, under normal uh, uh, mind, says, write a get for my wife, okay? They're about to write the get, and he gets cardiacus. Mishnah says, and then he says, I changed my mind. So you cancel the instruction. Now the question is, so what should they do? Should they continue to write it and give it even though right now he is in a demented state? Or means you don't, what, what means is that we don't retract, but of course we can't follow through and give it until he, his, his, his position is corrected. That's gonna be a machlokus here between Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lokish. Let's see it inside. So I'm a Reish Lokish. That the agents have a right, the shlichim have a right to write the get and give it right away, even while he is having this condition, this seizure. You're allowed to still give it. It means, he says, no, he says, you can only give it, your retraction, you don't have to retract, but you can't deliver it, or even write it, you can't write it or deliver it until he has returned to his full mental capacity, all right? So my time is very short, because one wants to know where, why each one bases himself, what does each one base himself on? So what's the reasoning for Reish Lokish? He says like this, he says, you look at the wording of our Mishnah. What did the Mishnah say? That his last words are meaningless, which means what, he's, what you don't have to listen to is when he said, I retract. But that implies though, that you could still listen to his original instruction. So therefore, the only thing you, you that the only things you don't have to worry about is the last instruction. But the original instruction you can listen to, and therefore what you can continue 
to follow that instruction and give right and give the get, even though right now he's still seeking. Right. He says the way you have to interpret the Mishnah that his last words are meaningless. It means all that means is that when he gets better, you don't go back and check. Did you mean to retract or not? So is that you don't have to ask him again when he gets better. But of course you have to wait for him to get better before you can continue with the original agency. That's all it means. You don't have to ask him about it because it's meaningless. But Avada, you have to wait till he gets better. He says, When he is cured, then you don't have to go back and, 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 and ask him again. You don't have to consult with him again to to find out if he if means the attraction or not. But, but of course, you cannot continue the agency until he gets, once it gets uh, better. What exactly? So that's we understand why each one learned what they learned from the Mishnah. But fundamentally, in terms of the fundamental understanding, what is the machlokas here in terms of the agency? Rish Lakish says it's no different than somebody's unconscious. Right? A guy falls asleep. Someone makes you a shliach and falls asleep. Even though the, the state of mind he is in right now not is, not a, is not coherent, right? He's sleeping, but that doesn't mean you have to wake him up before you write and deliver the get. So this guy too, you can write and deliver the get. No problem. It's like he's unconscious. Rabbi Yochanan says, I consider the state of mind that this guy's in as if he is a shot, if he's an imbecile. An imbecile means that he's lost his mind, that this person is, 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 is uh, incurable, a shot, right? So therefore, there's no question I cannot give a get for a shot. No one disagrees with that, all right? So, now, why does each one compare it to what he compares it to and not compare it to what the other one compares it to. So Rabbi Yochanan, why does Rabbi Yochanan compare it to a, a, a shota, someone who's deranged, as opposed to comparing it to somebody that's unconscious or sleeping? He says like this, because a person that's sleeping can awake on his own. He can, he can release himself from the condition that he's in. A person that is seized by cardiacus, we have to give him a remedy. We have to remove him from the situation that he's in. He cannot do it on his own. And therefore, I don't consider this similar to somebody that is sleeping. sleeping. So he says, Yashin does not need an intervention. He does not need an action to remove him from his state. But I'm a chusamaisa, but this guy has kurdayakus, he cannot, can only be removed from his state with an intervention. Therefore, I don't consider him to be like somebody who is sleeping. What about Rish Lakish? Rish Lakish does compare him to him like sleeping. Why doesn't he compare it to him to somebody that is deranged? He says like this, Rish Lakish looks like this. He says, Nami, Nidmayel is shote. Why doesn't he compare him like Rabbi Yochanan to someone that is deranged? So he says like this. He says, Shote lo same biyodon. If someone is deranged, there's no cure. There is no cure. There's no intervention for somebody who is deranged. But someone who has cardiacus, there's a cure. There's a cure. We can get, so therefore, I consider him to be more like somebody that is sleeping than to be considered more like someone who's deranged. Deranged, there is no cure. There is a cure here, so it's more like somebody who's just unconscious, and therefore you can continue to give the get, even the person's in this, uh, in this state of mind. So, there's no cure in our hands, whereas I, here there is a cure in, in our hands. Now, 
What is the cure? Like we learned earlier, the cure is simka, uh, asumka, bisr sumka. It's lean meat, red meat, agumri that's been roasted on, on, on coals, v'chamra marka with watered down wine. Now just in terms of the lomdas over here, there, the, 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 uh, one of the ways the, uh, I think the Orsamer deals with, but in, in, in explaining Machlos Rambam and the, and the tour, they say it over here too. When somebody makes a person an agent, how do we view that agent? Is that agent become, but he's, he's a proxy, but he now becomes the primary person in the transaction, or he is just considered to be a yad. He's an appendage to the original person. Now, if he takes over as primary, right? Okay. Now you could argue that, well, if, it, if it's deranged, you can't be a primary of somebody that is deranged. But it could be that if you've taken over as primary, the fact is that there is a cure to that person. It's not that he's completely, so therefore you can continue to function. You, you're like the brain. But if you're just like the hand, so if you're only like the hand, so if there's something wrong with the brain, the hand can't function. So that's a Shiloh. How do you look at, at an agency? Shlich, is it Kiyad? Or is it like your mom is considered to be taking the place of the Mishaleach? And that's, that could be what the argument between the two are. Let's go on. Mi Amar Rabbi Yochanan Achi, did Rabbi Yochanan really say that you cannot give a get if the, if the Mishaleach has got cardiacus? That's what he said. You have to wait for the Shliach, the Mishaleach, to become, to become cured before you can go ahead and write and get. Did he really say this? The one has a question from Yehuda Amar Shmuel. Okay? Now, what does he say? Shachat someone had his throat severed and it cut through the uh, two, both the trachea and the esophagus, or, or the majority of the trachea and esophagus were cut through. And this person is still holding on. There's like a short window of time for this individual. All right, and what happened was ishti. He was able to indicate, can't speak, but he was able to indicate through non-verbal way, I want a get written and delivered to my wife. If they are able to write and deliver a get within that period of time, that he's still before he kills over and dies, they can deliver and give it, right? Now, Vitania, and we also learned in a Brysa, okay? What does the Brysa say? Right, this is, uh, uh, it's actually very difficult, unfortunately, we have to do you're asking a Kashan of Yochanan, why do you start with asking it from an Amora if you have a Brysa that actually would, would, would be the question, a much more powerful question of, against Rabbi Yochanan? What does it say in the Brysa? Raul Maguyad. They saw somebody, when Maguyad means he's been cut into pieces. Otsolov alatsliva. Or he was, that's actually the, uh, the, 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 the words, Tzlav is, uh, is when they put him on a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Cross. Yeah, what they, they, what's the, what, yeah, there's a name, Crucif- they crucified the person, that's what they used to do. But they used to hang him on a, on a, on a, on a, on a gallows, on a, on a, right? For, but he hasn't died yet, he's still hanging on. For Ramaz, the Amar, Kisvuget, Ishti, Hara'elu, Yechtavu, the Yitnu. Now what the Gemara's question is, the Gemara assumes right now, is that a person under these circumstances, right, should be no better than somebody that's been seized by 
Kordi Yaakus. And by Kordi Yaakus, Rabbi Yochanan said, you cannot give instruction in that state, and therefore you have to wait until the person can. So they have, well, how do we allow a get to be written when a person is either had his trach and esophagus cut, or when a person is hanging from a gallows, how do we allow the get to be given and at, in the person in that state? So I don't understand the question. What's the comparison? Yeah. There, it's not a, the body is what's the problem. I guess the assumption was if the body's in that state, then maybe the, the brain at that point also is not really functional. No, the body can be in that dilapidated state, but the brain is completely coherent, completely functional. But uh, uh, it's only a weakening of the body that is leading to his death right now, but it's not the brain. In Rabbi Yochanan's case, there is a confusion. The brain is confused, and therefore you cannot continue to be the agent of somebody who has that type of confusion in his brain. Frag the Gemara like this. Okay, let's ask a question now on Shmuel. Well, me, Amar Shmuel Achi, did Shmuel say that even though a person has had the uh, uh, trachean esophagus sliced or the majority of it sliced, you can still take direction from that person and write and deliver a get. If two witnesses see the person have his neck cut, and, but they don't see the person die, they can still go back to the wife and testify, we saw your husband die. So the Chorah assumes right now, because that person is considered to be legally dead at that moment, because otherwise how could they testify? And if he's legally dead at that moment, so how could Shmuel say that you could still take instruction from that person to write and deliver again? That's the Gemara's question. Now if you think, that Chaihu, that the person is alive, like Shmuel said. So I'm eating alive. So how can they testify about such a person that he is dead? So one says like this, Amri, the Bnei Yeshiva answered, Chaihu v'sof alamus. It doesn't mean that when they testify that they saw that his neck was sliced, that they're testifying that he was dead at that moment. What they're testifying is that something has happened to him that in a, it's unavoidable. He is going to die, and we can accept that for the aid is for the Isha that she's able to get remarried. But for those seconds, for that interval, that short interval, that he still hasn't fallen over dead yet, he's still considered to be chai as if he is ah, alive. And that's can make a shaliach at that point. Says more like this, if you tell me that this is an act that certainly will result in the death of a person, somebody, and it, inadvertently, accidentally caused, right, the chopping with the axe, the blade, causes the, the severing of the trachea and the esophagus, the chora, that person should have to go to Golis then, because you for sure caused the person's death. That's what we're saying. Otherwise, how can they testify the guy's going to die, right? So, so why do we learn a brisa? That if a person, by shogeg, cut through, severed, the uh, the trachea and esophagus or uh, or the majority of it, he doesn't go to Golis. Now, why wouldn't he go to Golis? Even if he right? dies later. Even if he dies later. Yeah, you the show. You have to go to Golis. So says like this. So we already explained 
this brisa, Amrav Oshia, Chashin and Shem Maruch Bilbalatai, is that if a person has had his trachea and esophagus cut through, he certainly will die. However, it is possible that the conditions, the wind, the air pressure, it can hasten his death. He could die quicker. And therefore, if he does die quicker, then you cannot say that this action was only because the of the actions of... What? The result is not only because. Not that uh, uh, right. And therefore, in such a case, you can't send a person to Golos. A person can only go to Golos if 100% of the reason that the person is dead is because of him. Now, Tosvus says that it must be exerted because of some way because he doesn't know what the source for that is. But he says that's clearly not the case in terms of murder. To execute a person, you don't have to be that 100%. If you did something, you put into place something that the person is for sure going to die, the fact that the wind or something caused him to die a little quicker does not exonerate you and you can be executed. It's a special din for, for Golus, only for Golus is this din apply. So it's like this. Uh, or he himself, he did something, he, uh, he fell funny, or he, he did something that caused the death to come quicker for himself, so you cannot send the guy to Golis under those circumstances. But the fact is, the guy is for sure going to die, and therefore you can testify about this person that, uh, that he is going to die. Says more, my benign, what's the difference? That he's dead, that he's dead. So my banai, what is the difference between the two reasons? One is maybe it was the wind, the other one is because maybe he caused it to himself. Let's say that you, the, the person's uh, neck was cut in a marble house. Marble house means completely contained house that wind cannot get in, all right, for now. And in such a case, the person, you can't say, well, he might have died because of the wind. There is no wind. But if the reason is he might have caused it to himself, that could still apply. He, uh, he hastened his death, by the way, he fell or something like that. That could still happen in a marble house. Or what happens if you slaughtered him outside, but the person didn't even move? So you can't say, well, he caused it himself by the way he was moving or the way he was falling. He didn't. He might have stayed the same. It could still be the wind, but you can't say he caused it to himself. So the it makes a difference whether you, you say maybe it was the wind or maybe he caused it to himself. Let's go back to the case is the person, this has got nothing to do with cardiacus, standalone case, the guy had a stroke. He's no longer able to communicate. All right? And they know he wanted to divorce his wife, but now they have to know can we continue writing and giving it because he's not able to verbalize. So we try, said there's a test. You've got to ask him six questions three that the answer is yes. Three, the answer is no, to check if he has me, uh, mental competency that we can continue to write and deliver the gift. Did he say anything I guess they, they had indication that he wanted to do it, otherwise why are they asking about the get? So they knew that he was something he was interested in doing. So why it says like this, says the Gemara, and why it's saying like this, somebody that has had a seizure or a stroke, sometimes they have twitches, right? So you're asking the guy, you know, and, 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 he, and the way he's twitching, maybe it's just that that's a twitch, but it's not necessarily that he understands the question. That he has a twitching movement that indicates no, no. Or he has a twitch which normally would indicate yes, yes, but it's not because he understands, but that's just the twitch that his body has. 
So Amar Rav Yosef, Barman Yumi, Amar Rav Nachman, Tamrin and Lei Besirugin. Means we don't ask him all the yeses in one time or all the noes at one time. We switch off. One question yes, one question no. That's how we do it. So Moshe says, well, maybe he's got a, the pattern of his twitch. Is that it's, head, it's, it's head down and the head across. How do you know it's still not part of the patterns of his twitch? So Moshe says, that's Lechers, Dilma, Shechia, Disirugin, Nakte. Maybe, I'm sorry. Uh, and how do you know that maybe that's not, that's not just the, uh, the, the, the pattern of his twitches? Moshe says, Damrin and Lei, Chad, Lava, Train, Hain. The train lava chad hain. We ask him first two questions. One question, the answer is no, and two questions, the answer is yes. And then we ask him two questions, with the answer is no, and one question is that when we switch it up that way, there's no pattern that you can attribute it to. And if he answers correctly in all six questions, we know that there is men, uh, mental capacity. The Bay Rabbi Yishmol Tana and Yeshiv Rabbi Yishmol they taught Oimim Loi Dvarim Shali Moisa Chama Moisa Shamim Veshali Moisa Shamim Veshali Chama means we ask him about things that somebody would want in the summer, we ask him in the winter, and Shemaisa Shamim we ask him things that people would want in the winter, we ask him in the summer. I mean to see, do you want this? Most people, it's the summer. I don't need this winter. So Moisa is like this. My need. What kind of things are you asking him? If you ask him, well, do you want a coat or do you want blankets? And it is in the summer. He said, how do you know? Listen, there's conditions where people, even in the summer, are feeling cold. This guy's just had a stroke. Who knows what the guy... It's a sensory situation is. He was chill. He was seized by chills. Or in the other way, maybe he has a fever. Okay. So how do you know that because you're switching the seasons that that's the, the if it's referring to clothing or, or, or blankets. So he says, no, it's foods. Means foods, like, you know, we ask him that uh, there's seasonal fruits. That, you, know, you know, people know that certain things can only grow at certain times. And if you ask him, do you want this at that time? And he's able to answer appropriately with what the season of the fruit is. So then that is a sign that he is competent. Okay, John, we'll stop over here.